Yo, what's up, everybody? Um, welcome to the podcast, man. And uh, thought I'd do an episode today. Um, uh, of course, in the spirit of what's been going on, everybody's staying at home and shit. They extended it out <clears throat> to, well, federally, they extended it out to April 30th as far as Social distancing, social distancing um, protocols, and um, but you know certain states are going longer. I heard Oregon's going into like September. Um, I think New, what is it? New York? I don't know if it's New York. One of the East Coast states is going until you know July. Um, so um, realistically, we're probably looking at you know another few more months of this shit. And, um, you know, I think um, people are already getting reckless in the house. I mean, I'm sitting at home. My wife's getting reckless. She don't really want to stay inside. Nobody wants to stay inside. We went, um, so my birthday was about four days ago, five days ago. Um, and uh, um, I was going to do a, a live podcast that day. It was it was a nice little setup, man. Quar- you know, this quarantine and, and coronavirus Really fucked up my my plans, but uh, but yeah, it was gonna be like early in the day. I was gonna have like you know a family little thing, and then trans transform or um, switch over to the you know live podcast set up and have you know family and homies come and talk about life and where we at. You know what I'm saying? I'm t- I turned thirty, so um, you know that's a pretty significant age, I guess. It's a milestone. I don't know. I mean, I guess. Um, that just means that you're out of your twenties now. You know what I'm saying? So like you on some, you're supposed to be on some grown man shit. Um, so yeah, I mean, we went walking that day, and we have a walking bridge in Chattanooga. So we went walking that day, and it was a shit ton of people out. Probably more than that should have been out in one area. Uh, but it had been like two weeks. Quarantine, so everybody was tired of being inside. It's been raining like crazy here, um, so that was one of the first like sunny, nice days that we had. Um, and so a lot of people was outside. I noticed that um, there's a lot of black people outside. Um, <laughs> you know, and I actually heard this from somebody else too. Yo, listen, man. Um, I think we all should, like, be taking it serious at this point. I mean, you know, I know we're going to do what we need to do, go to the store and shit, go outside, whatever. But I think you just got to really be mindful, like, especially, I don't know, black people seem to think, I don't know if they still think this, but there was one time where we were thinking that we couldn't get the coronavirus. Now there's been quite a few black people that's gotten it. Um, And, you know, we just need to be cautious and be fully aware, like, you know, if this is if this is a for real thing, man, we don't want to make it worse or whatever. Um, everybody's, you know, some people think it's a hoax still. Um, I don't know. I mean, this we're talking about months of businesses shutting down. It's hard for me to hard for me to say that that's a a win um, to anybody really. Uh, even you know, I know certain top dogs still gonna make money and make money off of this shit, but. As a whole, it's gonna take it. It's taking a hit already. So I think um, we just gotta be mindful, man, and, and treat it seriously. Um, and you know, 
know, just be aware of things like, you know, if you really don't need to go to Walmart, like, or if you really don't need to go to the store that day, or if you're going to go, like, you know, um, don't wait till Friday or Saturday. <laughs> um, you know, pick a, pick a, pick a good day. Pick a good, like, middle of the week day. I mean, if you're at home, you kind of have other days to pick from. You know what I'm saying? So, try to be mindful of that. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, so now, now we're turning 30. Let me get back to that. I went on a little safety rant. Y'all need to really take this shit seriously, though, for real, because everybody's not working. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we need, we really need to get people back working again. Our, our, our government and economy is not really set up to protect people right now as far as, like, you know, what's needing to be paid. I mean, um, even corporations are not willing to give up, you know, can, like marketing and sales. It's like, it's very hard to sell something right now. No malls are open. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really sell it. Nobody can, what's, what people not paying for nothing that they don't need right now. You know what I'm saying? If they are, they've been a little silly. I know people joking about that stimulus check, getting a PlayStation and shit, but I don't really think that's a joke. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't joke about that because there are people that need that, that need that shit right now. You know what I'm saying? So y'all talking about y'all don't need it. Y'all going to use it for a PlayStation. That's the kind of shit people, like, get mad about when we get, like, when we argue things to to help us and, and and help us get better as a as a as a people is like, you know what I mean? Y'all give out stimulus checks and then niggas spending it on PlayStation or Jordan and shit. It's like, bro, like, if you don't need it, put put it in savings. You may need it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't fucking waste that shit. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, not saying a PlayStation is a waste because you might want to do that while you're at home and shit, but at the same time, like, don't joke about it. Put, leave it to yourself. If that's what you use it for, then get a PlayStation with your stimulus check, but don't, like, joke about it because there's people that fucking really need that shit right now. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of where I'm at on, like, um, turning 30. Not that I'm not going to troll and joke and shit. Like, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? But certain things like that, like, when shit is real life going on, man, come on, bro. Cut the shit, like... You know, if you're going to get a PlayStation, get a PlayStation. But, you know, don't don't joke about it. You know what I mean? Keep that shit to yourself uh, and just get the shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't tell everybody that you're doing it because it, it casts a bad shadow on people that really need it and um, and can't get shit like that because people scared that everybody going to get it and use it for the wrong fucking reasons. Well, they're going to see you joking about that, and, and that's going to be their validation. So, um Anyways, man, uh, yeah, this I'm turning 30. Um, I turned 30. <laughs> already did. And then, um, you know, my son's birthday was yesterday, and he turned three. Um, so this is, like, the only time in history that uh, we will be exactly three decades apart. I mean, I think this might be the only time in history that we actually might be any type of decade apart because there's no way... I'll be 60, and he'll be 6, 50, and 5. You know what I mean? Like, there'll never be a time where that's the case again. So, um, it's a unique year. It's the, he's, he's born on 330, and uh, now he's 3 and I'm 30. So, uh, it was cool, man. Um, I I was looking forward, and I really appreciated that 
you know, the birthdays that me and him had was just, it was about family, man. We spent, you know, I spent time with my family, with Christina and, and, and Zion. And <clears throat> my parents came over and um, talked to my granddad, my brothers, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and then even on Zion's birthday, same thing. You know, we we gave him toys when he got up in the morning. You know, he's three years old, so he not really concerned with none of that extra shit at this point. Like, he just, all he cared about was presents. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he got him some gifts. I got to open it, fix stuff for him, put it together. Um, so he had a good day yesterday, and that's all I cared about. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't, he doesn't, he, he, everybody's asking me about um, having a birthday dinner's time and, how that might suck and it sucks as far as like not being able to be out with my friends and stuff but honestly man i actually appreciated this birthday because um, i didn't have i didn't i didn't all my focus was on was just enjoying it with my family and um uh, so yeah it was, it was I, I you know i liked it i thought um i was ready to like attack my 30th birthday and be like, yeah, let's celebrate. Let's go. I'm turning 30. And, um, but the flip side is that is like, I got to actually bring in my 30th with my family. And, uh, that was awesome. So I can't really be upset totally. Um, but yeah, man. And then today, um, is the anniversary of Nipsey's is that, so it's a lot of shit in the past four or five days. That's been the collective of my thoughts and, um, you know, as far as the Nipsey death, man, um, I, I, uh, as, as far as like, I'll say as a, as a fan, like musically, um, I've had him in my top. So on title, they have like mixes that they do and uh, it's based off of who you consistently listen to. So they'll make a mix and the first song will be like one of the songs you either recently played or like something that you always play. And then they'll have like another song that you kind of just recently played or play all the time. And then they'll have somebody new that they feel like you'll like. And then blah, 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 blah. Well, um, literally all year long, I've had Nipsey as in my mixes because I've listened to him. Um, consi- not that I already wasn't, but it's just like, um, there's not really, it's, I still haven't really been able to, I don't think anybody's going to replace, um, but he, to me, and I feel like this is something I'm going to present to everybody as far as like, um, I don't think anybody's going to ever replace him, um, as far as what he did in his path and, um, his lane and what he represented, where he came from. He was very unique, man. And, uh, you know, a year of being able to listen to him rap and the shit he was saying and then listen to interviews, which I probably um, listened to today, um, listen to interviews and, like, hear him talk about shit. Like, he was a unique dude. And, and uh, I don't think uh, in five years or ten years we'll have another Nipsey Hustle. So um, it's, it's interesting because I was thinking about, you know, last year at this time, I think the Nipsey death might have been my second episode um no third episode my third episode on the podcast i had already been doing it for a couple of weeks and um man i didn't really know how to talk about it because i was it was pretty tough that i didn't realize that this you know this whole year has been shitty and um that, like we're coming around so now like you know it's a restart um it's been a year since i remember you know we were sitting at um <clears throat> Pier, Pier 88 here, eating, getting our food, 
and uh, the shit popped up on my phone. I think it was on my phone. It was in my phone. I saw it on TV. And, uh, man, I'll just never forget, like, being in that situation and um, hearing about Nip's death and seeing it. And, you know, that was the day after Zion's birthday. So we had just came off his birthday party, and we, I was on a high, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we just had our birthdays together. Um, the first one that he really understood and cause he was turning two and then like that happened and I was like what the fuck and how it happened and then I was seeing this shit on the internet like um, <clears throat> about you know they had like somebody had video of him getting like um, they trying to do CPR on him after he got shot and like and you know it's crazy crazy shit you know what I'm saying like no no kind of fucking privacy uh not you know what I mean, like bro. That's a very I I can't get that image out of my head. I still see it, and I'm like, bro, why would you do that? Why would you show Nip? And you know what I'm saying? Like I would never want to see him like that. You know what I mean? So I know his family wouldn't. And um, so the internet is crazy. But that's another thing I want to talk about the whole Drake shit. Um, yesterday he put up a picture of him and his baby moms and and the baby. First of all, I want to talk about the baby moms for a minute. Uh, listen, bro. I, that's some I've and you know, whatever, bro. I, I follow her on IG for a minute before Drake shit and um, the whole porn star shit. Like, bro, she was on um, World Star Hip Hop doing those little like fucking uh, whatever they had the the extras or whatever they had for that little bit where they had like models dancing and twerking and shit. Like that's what she was on. She never did no like real porn you know what i'm saying um this is somebody that's been you know i follow her ig so i you know that's she's never presented that you know what i'm saying and then um she was like a video vixen and shit so that's not even how all the drake shit even started in the first place that's why nobody knows her because she stopped video vixen before she before the whole drake shit she she's from france um and now she's like an art director at one of the more famous museums in paris she does she's a painter like she art that's her name main thing now she sells art and it's going for racks you know what i'm saying so like um she stopped doing that shit that's why nobody knows her you know what i'm saying and so like um like and that's why i didn't like to push a t-shirt because he you know if you really do your like if you're doing beef shit and you do your research you throwing out bullshit at that point because you know she's not a porn star bro but you put in it which is in your raps it can be exaggerated a little bit but you could have said thought or anything like that, you know, groupie, not an actual porn star because she was never that. So now it looks like you didn't do your research. But whatever, I'll talk about the Pusha T diss another day because I thought it was, I think it's the most overrated diss ever, um, in my opinion, because it's not. I remember when that shit was about to happen and um, I was excited because I thought Pusha T was like, and, you know, I like Pusha T. So I, and I know at his best, if we're talking lyrical, lyrically, he cannot rap Drake <clears throat> at his best. He cannot rap Drake, but Drake is not a lyrical slouch, and he's very, um, he's been in multiple beats already. Um, so that he and he's not some niggas down, some serious niggas down in those beats. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, I can't really. I, I I was hoping that Pusha T when he came out with that, it literally was a whole that whole diss track is a all, all it is is a setup for him telling the world that Drake got a kid. That's it. That's the best Pusha T could do. I'm I'm talking about Pusha T that I'm thinking as a lyrical, like, 
maniac that can like really rap. You know what I'm saying? And ruthless with it. That's the best he can come with. Dissing the baby moms, dissing his parents, and they having a divorce. Dissing forty, saying he wish he would die, and then telling the world that Drake got a baby. Like I can't really. That's overrated. That's fucked to me. If I'm putting that up against hit him up, no Vaseline. You gonna put up son of Adnan against no Vaseline and tell me that's one of the greatest diss tracks? Man, come on, bro. That shit ain't even close. You know what I'm saying? It's way below what I was expecting for Pusha T. So like. I, I, I can't get behind it. But anyways, as far as Drake putting his son up, man, and, and the baby moms and shit. So, like, she's very private. Um, and so that's why nobody really... I think she was leading the way on keeping the privacy as far as, like, social media. Now, as far as, like, Drake wanting to admit it and, and not knowing that it was his kid not believing that shit, I can believe that because I know multiple niggas that do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like uh, what he did was a rare thing. People giving him shit... I know everybody giving him shit knows a nigga that done what Drake did. Got the got the DNA test, made sure it was his kid. Uh was and niggas that know that know that it's their kid, they still bums as dads. I know niggas know that. That's making fun of Drake. I know niggas know somebody personally that's like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's funny to me how he getting ragged on for that when he actually like, you know, I as far as we know, as far as what he's showing us, is 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 at least trying to get shit straight again and be right and be like, I am a pot. Let me get into this shit. Like <clears throat> it's niggas that don't do that at all. You know what I'm saying? They don't even go that route on a regular day to day basis. They work at regular spaces. They work at regular jobs, and they won't take care of the kids. He a multi millionaire. You know what I mean? Like it's funny how people was like making fun of his kid laughing and shit. I saw some girl, she got a pop she had a Popeye's em- employee shirt on. A Popeye's employee shirt on had the nerd laugh at Drake talking about this is why he hit him. What? You what? You in the mirror taking a selfie on Facebook, getting twenty likes, laughing at Drake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Dog, what do y'all get off with this shit? Social media got y'all feeling any kind of way. Anyways, um, I feel like Drake should have kept the the little man. Should they should have kept him off even more? Cause now I'm seeing comments about it. He's mixed. He got blonde hair, blue eyes, and shit. Which once you pull up Drake's mom, they look like twins. You know what I'm saying? They look like twins. So now it's like now if Drake really did that. And looked at the looked at his mom and looked at that he'd be like, right, there's no way I can deny that. You know what I'm saying? How else is this kid gonna look like my mom? So <clears throat> I think um, he should have kept the kid off as long as he can. You know, you don't owe the world nothing, bro. You owe the world his music. That's it. You don't owe the world nothing else. So you know, I ain't seen Kendra's daughter yet. I ain't seen J Cole's kid. We ain't never seen J Cole's wife. He keep that shit offline, bro. Anything that come his way, come J. Cole way. Anything that come Drake way, come Drake way. Now it's coming to his son. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's that's whack to me. I can't fuck with that. People, grown-ass people talking about a, a baby, a two-year-old. They did the same shit with Blue Ivy, too. So it's not like, it's mostly black people. And it's not like it's just because he light-skinned and everybody, like, was expecting him to look exactly like a Drake light-skinned. I mean, his, his baby mom's is white. She's not black or mixed. So why do y'all expect him to... Come out super dark or like mid tan. You know what I'm saying? Like that didn't make any sense. But anyways, um, I think he should have left little man off the internet a little bit longer. And uh, it just sucks to see our society at a, at a place like that where we making fun of kids. 
online. And that could have been, I mean, we shouldn't even really be worried about that right now. People bored at home, so we talking about that kind of shit. But uh, I just feel like that shit was, he should have just kept that shit in the house. Let everybody think he a bum dad. Who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't care. I'm making money. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. What one of y'all, like, Facebook motherfuckers, like, like, laughing at me for? I would never be offended by that. Um, and I respect, I respect both of them. I respect their decision. I respect this baby mom for cleaning up her shit and getting shit right and, and um, being private about it. Um, you know, and I hope it works out um, that that shit dies off and, you know, um, Pusha T stops getting connected to Drake about this shit. Like, it's over with, but that's been three years ago. <clears throat> Anyways, um, so, um, man, thank y'all for tuning in, vibing with me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and dip out on this one, man, but I just want to say rest in peace to, to Nip. I'm playing them all day. Y'all make sure y'all play Nipsey all day today, bruh. Um, and, uh, Thank everybody for reaching out for me and Zion's birthday. I appreciate it. I'm going to keep doing these podcasts. I also have, um, I was going to tell you all about this. I also have um, some 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 extras podcast episodes that I finally got in. So I'm going to start releasing those. And um, um, these were these are some good episodes. Y'all like them. So um, he's like my podcast, man. Make sure y'all subscribe, share, like. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Iggy from Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast. I know everybody's down and out right now, bored sitting at home due to the COVID coronavirus, but what better way to make you feel better than a nice batch of Scooby Stacks or a nice joint of that loud mouth? Well, the Midnight Puff Express is currently offering delivery straight to you, including alcohol. Right now, all you have to do is go to their IG or Facebook, that's Instagram or Facebook, at the Midnight Puff and when you DM in directly, there's a discount code you can get off for 15% off. Just use the word loud, L-O-U-D. Tell them your boy Iggy sent you. Get you a nice package while we all sit at home with our families. Y'all take care and be safe. All right, I'm out. Yo, uh, I'm back again, everybody. And um, I wanted to, I didn't mean to do this, um, but... After I was thinking about it today and was talking to people about it, um, I want to, you know, give y'all um, a little bit more of today, like what I'm thinking today as far as, like, Nip, Nip's anniversary of his death. Because um, I feel like um, it's a year later, um, and I think, you know, there was a lot that happened after that as far as, like, people's reaction and um, just hip-hop in general. I don't think we really lost anybody like that. Um, I mean, when Mac died, you know, that was tough, but his um, his death wasn't as nearly as impactful as Nip's um, just because of what Nip re- represented. And then on top of that, like, you know, he was really hot. Like, he was, like, just got a Grammy nomination. Victory Lap was one of the best albums of the year, if not the best. Um, and he finally was on a mainstream level where, you know, he's been 10 years underground. So, um, I think it's a lot of different things, um, last year. And, you know, for me specifically, um, Nip's one of my favorite rappers, um, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as, like, at the core of who I like and who I came up with. Because, you know, I'm, I'm tur- I just turned 30. So, <clears throat> hip-hop for me started early because my dad, he started me. Um, on the on the on the OGs of the of the shit, um, you know, Eric B. Rakim, Grandmaster Flash, Sugar Hill Gang, Houdini, N.W.A., Public Enemy, you know, all the way up to you know, I even had Fresh Prince albums, you know what I'm saying? Um, so all the way up until like you know, Tupac, Biggie, um, but I was more southern. So a lot of the guys, you know, like Mob Deep and shit, I didn't really get into till I was older. You know what I'm saying? So I'm from Chattanooga, so like I'm talking three six mafia, Master P, um, you know what I'm saying, Juvenile, Wayne, um, Trey Daddy, you know, I'm listening to the these these are all the niggas I came up with. Um, MJG and, and Eight Ball and and Outcast and fucking you know, Goody Mob and all that. You know what I'm saying? That's just naturally what I'm listening to. Not necessarily because my dad's put me on but just because now at that point, I like hip-hop. So um, I'm going to the, you know, we listening to that on the radio, and that's what's on the radio. And then I get up to where I'm buying albums and Nelly and blah, blah, blah. And um, my first real album that I bought was T.I. Urban Legend, you know what I'm saying, with my own, like, working money that I paid, you know, that I worked for. That was the first album I bought was T.I. Urban Legend. And then, um, <clears throat> so, like, I'm coming up on, on that. So, uh I'm talking a lot of people, and and I really, when I started loving the culture is when I was old enough to, you know, Kanye had got graduated, late registration, Kanye, I would credit him to ha- really helping me learn to love hip-hop, um, but, you know, Nip, 2007, 2008, 2009 was me leaving high school, going to college, so, like, that was, like, I was fully invested in the culture then, and Nip was one of the main people that I listened to and with Currency, Wiz, Mac Miller, um, uh, you know, just that whole crew of guys, you know what I'm saying? Like Kendrick, and later on, but Kendrick wasn't wasn't as early as 08, 09 for me. Uh, that was like Nip and all them guys. And so <clears throat> his death in particular kind of affected me personally. I mean, just as far as like a fan of, uh, of hip hop. Um, but also I think, the world, but I also I think I want to like um, kind of explain why I think his impact is the death is, uh, uh, of his impact, um, the impact of his death. Excuse me, um, is like you know uh, it leaves a, a mark. Is and I was talking to my homie Hancho True. Shout out to him if y'all don't follow him, go do that um, <clears throat> and follow his you know what i'm saying he about his album about to drop and shit my album call in on the podcast if he want to do that um but anyways we were talking about that and um he was saying like you know how nip would take this coronavirus shit very seriously and niggas would fall in line and i that is i had just been thinking that the day before and i think um that's one thing that nip and even like with kobe too is like that's those are um, guys that I can look to outside of my immediate family and friends on a more global level. Um, I know people don't want to, like, boost celebrities, but you know what I'm saying? Like, these are people that we listen to daily. That His music was a part of my life for a long time and still is. You know what I'm saying? So I'm listening to Nip, and I'm looking at him. Now, 
where I look at him and I can respect him is that he knows his, he knows that people are doing that. So he takes that very seriously. And, and, and he, he showed that by his leadership. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that, um, that's going to be missed with him. And as far as like what's in our culture that's missed, and I've said this before on a podcast, is leadership, man. We don't, we don't have no, like, like I, I was, I said this earlier <clears throat> about going out and there was a lot of black people out, um, during the coronavirus. And there's some that think we can't get the virus and shit. Like we don't have any, like there needs to be a, a serious leader that we can look to. And, and, and he'd be like, no, nah, y'all stay your asses home. Like this is some serious shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, just, just listen. Just listen. It doesn't you no harm. We can't go anywhere. There's a lot of people that's not working. Almost close to half of America is not working right now. So, you know, there's a lot of people that's not working. It sucks, man. We're all in a bad situation. Like, um, I know y'all don't want to stay inside, but the the dangers of going outside and spreading it around is only going to make this shit worse. It's not going to make it better. If you're tired of staying at home, you going out is going to make you stay at home longer. So you, we need leaders that, that, that we can look to. And it's going to be like, yeah, sit your asses at home. Stay at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop fucking going out and doing shit you can wait on that can wait. It don't need to happen. I know we miss outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we need people like like, like a Nipsey. That is, you know, not everybody would have probably listened to Nipsey. It's still some cats, which is another thing I want to talk about. But it's still some cats that, um, that want to harp on the fact that Nipsey didn't get his love until after he died. <clears throat> First of all, the people that are saying that are not Nipsey fans, bro. I'm just, and at this point, it's clear as day. The people that are still stuck on that are not Nipsey fans because it's a year later. Um, yeah, people caught on after his death, but there are a lot of people. That happens to every artist. I I was not alive when Bob Marley got killed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I found out about Bob Marley after he's dead. Say what Tupac. Like, it's people that were born. I, you know, I was six years out when 96, I think, when he got killed. I was six years old when Tupac got killed, bro. I wasn't, I didn't know who the fuck, what Tupac represented at six years old. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching damn Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I, so like, me learning about Tupac was later, after his death. So we can't shit on people for finding out about Nipsey after his death. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that only grows, a, that's part of a legacy. If you are, if people are still learning about you after you pass away, that's a great thing. That means you left a legacy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for that to be such a negative and people keep copying it and focusing on that shit is whack. And that's not coming from Nipsey fans, bro. And like, we we listening to his music today uh, because, you know, that's this is the this is we want to remember him. This is the day that he passed away and he lives on through his music. So we're going to bump that shit today. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that has nothing to do with like, don't even bring up cats that are doing that because they call after his death. Like, bro, they still doing it. Those streams still go to his family. It don't matter how the fuck they started it or when they started it. The streams still go to his family. So, like, uh, like get off of that, bro. Uh, but, yeah, man, I think we're missing leadership. I think uh, definitely in the culture we're missing. You know, we have our guys that, that stand up and, and do the leadership shit, but... Nobody that's really made everybody draw together collectively. I don't know if that'll ever happen again, um, like it did with Michael Max and Martin Luther King. and uh, I don't know if it ever happened again like that. Uh, but we need something 
or multiple people to come together and be leaders. You know what I'm saying? And and, and they and they might not can't be athletes or rappers, like because everybody, you know, they always there's always something tied negatively uh, to to black athletes and, and, and rappers is that you know <clears throat> they don't have to necessarily be them to be our leaders. Uh, I just feel like uh, shit like to like the time we're in right now, like that's what we're missing for Nip the most. And I I really wanted to kind of get on here and, and bring that thought to to the open, uh, even with like. Um, with the whole like Trump shit, which I you know I don't like talking about Trump, but um, like leadership in his position is is absolutely garbage right now. I got into an argument with the other day, which I I know he's a joke, but I think um, you know I'm kind of di- more disappointed in the fact that you know it's time to stop doing that facade and all that shit that he normally do. Like, bro, this is a serious time. So, um. Like people was saying, well, he didn't do anything, but he did when he he you know he was getting called racist when he did the travel ban to, from China. Say, like, bro, like that travel ban did nothing, and the fact that he did a travel ban means he knew enough information to get us prepared for a worst case scenario, and that never happened. And after he did the travel ban, is when he called the coronavirus a hoax. You know what I'm saying? So you calling it a hoax? And but yet you you have issued a travel ban. Those things don't even match up at all. Um, and so now we're at the point to where we're the worst prepared in the entire world right now. We're the worst prepared for this, um, and it's sad. It's really bad. I I I, I hate that. I really do because we should have been the most prepared. It hit us toward the end, uh, and we supposed to be you know number one and everything and like. We now have more deaths than, than people, than countries that have been dealing with it for months. We have more deaths than them now. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's, why is that the case? Um, and part of that is the lack of leadership. People not standing inside. But then part of it is we don't have leadership in positions that are actually educating people and telling them, listen, this is something we need to really be um, paying attention to. Um, so um, just leadership on that side. Like I had to tell them, like, listen, that travel ban did nothing, bro. We're not prepared in hospitals. We're not prepared with supplies. Um, we weren't prepared at these grocery stores. Like we weren't prepared, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden we do a last minute shit. He, he says shit should be ready to go by Easter. Now he's pushing it off to the 30th. It's like, it's a lot of lack of leadership there. Um, and that's just coming from just a general place as far as like, Somebody that's a regular person, not even thinking outside of the government or, you know, not trusting them or whatever. But just thinking as a regular person, like, that lack of leadership is just, we missing that in general. And I think that's one of the things that um, I'm going to miss about Nip going forward um, is leadership, man. And uh, I'm going to try my best to do what I can in that role. But um, I encourage anybody else, man, y'all do the same shit, man. Be leaders. Um, stop being followers. Stop doing the same old bullshit. Um, following everybody and, and and forge your own path. That's one of the things Nick was talking about. In one of his interviews I was listening to today was, <clears throat> like, in music, he never wanted to be the same as anybody else. It, you know, there's nobody in your lane. It's easy traffic in your lane because it's just you. So stay in your lane. And that's one of the things he said, and I think that's one of the things uh, we need to really, really do. So... Uh, I ain't man. I holler at y'all. He's love my podcast. Peace.